0: Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T. And today's questionable topic is how do you know your vegetables are done? I'm not eating that. I'm not eating Today we're going to talk about how you know your vegetables are done. But before we get into that, you have to answer one specific question. And that's how do you buy your vegetables? That's ultimately going to play into how do you know those vegetables are done. So we'll get into a little bit of science and then most of this is going to be all me. So it's going to be me explaining my feelings towards how do you know those vegetables are done and what goes into that. I have a couple uh, stories along the way to kind of let you know how I got influenced by that and then we'll, you know, we'll wrap it up after that. But starting off with the question of, Where do you get your vegetables? Where do you get your vegetables? How do you buy them? Um, Fresh, frozen, canned. These are the main three types uh, that we're going to talk about today. So fresh, fresh vegetables in a store. Fresh vegetables in a store aren't of the same quality that you would get at, say, a farmer's market. So if you get fresh vegetables in a store, you're getting something that's probably going to be a few days to a week old. That, that's just reality. If you get fresh produce from a store, so your local grocery store, or Kroger, Publix, whatever you have in your local area, chances are they had to pick it early before they shipped it to that store, which means it wasn't at peak ripeness anymore by the time you got it. By the time you got it, it lost some nutrients along the way. The nutritional value isn't as high as, say, a, uh, a frozen or a can we'll get into those in a second but still kind of on the fresh subject so fresh vegetables in a store chances are they were a week old or you know at least a few days old and they weren't up to full nutritional value simply because they had to be picked early in order to get to you a, in the right ripe state and by ripe state that just means the, the colors of the flesh uh, the, the texture of the of the actual vegetable or fruit if you want to lump those in together but the texture of it itself and uh, I'll give you a good example you ever go to the store and get an avocado right and you're you're feeling through the avocados and they'll be like rock hard like a baseball that's because they had to be picked so early because they have such a quick ripening point that by the time they're of a state that you can eat them in They've gone from rock hard like a baseball to just right for a couple days to overly mushy and now you got to make guacamole out of them. That's that's what I'm talking about. With most vegetables, they're picked just like that. They're picked before they've actually become what you're going to eat a week later. So keep that in mind when you get these vegetables from the store, what they've gone through in order to get there now on that same uh, switch we will go to fresh produce that you get from a local farmers market or that you grew yourself in the backyard this would be the ideal produce to get and i'm going to do another episode later on why certain foods cost more than others it might end up actually being a series but why certain foods cost more than others normally if you go to a a farmers market unless there's an abundant uh, amount of competition for certain things in your area, say you live in a California or a Florida where a lot of things are being grown year-round, you might get some cheaper prices. But for us that grew up like in the North or colder areas that don't have a lot of these uh, farmers markets, you might be looking at some higher prices. Your organics, you know, your freshly grown in the areas are going to cost you more simply because you're paying for the value of it being fresh. Just like I talked about with the produce that's picked and you get in the store that's been shipped there and took time to travel. That stuff that you get at the the farmer's market is at most a day or two old. So it's going to be fresher. The nutritional value is going to be higher. But you don't have to worry about the texture being different. And I have an episode about texture issues that kind of deals with what you're getting when you get something frozen or canned versus when you get something that's fresh. So fresh produce that you get from a farmer's market or that you grew yourself is at peak nutritional value and peak ripeness. That way you didn't have to wait for it to travel to you and lose some of that value that you would have lost out of a store. So farmer's market prices, like I said, I will get into later of why in detail there, there are, higher normally if you don't live in an area that has you know great growing seasons like I said a California or a Florida but moving from the fresh produce to the frozen and canned so frozen and canned produce go through a process of being picked at peak ripeness so it's going to be of a higher nutritional value because it's picked at peak ripeness and then immediately blanched Which is cooked in like a hot water or a hot liquid and then immediately flash-frozen or put in a preserving liquid in the case of canned uh, vegetables So these things have already been partially cooked keep that in mind frozen and canned vegetables and produce have already been partially cooked Remember that fresh produce is of a raw state Frozen and canned has already had some sort of cooking process done to it before you cook it So now that we've gotten through How do you buy it and what state it comes in we'll get to? How it's going to be after you've actually cooked it So the process of cooking vegetables can vary greatly depending on what you're cooking But I'll focus on a couple specific ones that most people have dealt with, especially in, you know, the United States and probably most countries. But here we go. uh, Broccoli. So broccoli and green beans are two that I'm going to kind of touch on simply because they're green, you know, vegetables that a lot of people have dealt with and that I've seen abused in many ways. Now, if you go to a restaurant and you get broccoli, how many times have you ordered broccoli or green beans for that matter? And they've been Completely different than you had at a different restaurant. Think about that for a second. You got broccoli at one place. It was like super hard. Like they barely put any cooking time into it. Or you went to another place and you had these little green specks of florets that had dropped everywhere because they overcooked it. It was mush. You know, you can kind of mash through it with your fork. I'm not eating that. Vegetables aren't meant to be done like that. Okay. Don't abuse your vegetables. That sounds like a PSA right there. Public 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 Service Service Announcement Don't kill your vegetables. They need life. They need to give you life. The nutritional value that you get out of those vegetables is essential. Essential. You don't want to overly abuse them by overcooking them. So back to my point here about cooking those vegetables versus getting them in a restaurant. In a restaurant, you get what they give you, okay? You get what they give you when you cook those at home you have a little bit more control over this cooking a fresh vegetable is in a raw state so if you got it from the produce section in the store or you got it from a farmer's market it's in a raw state it has had no previous cooking before you have touched it first of all you need to wash it off let's start there you need to wash it off i know more people that will argue with me and we've just recently had this conversation that will argue with me about why you need to wash raw meat Raw chicken, but they won't talk about why you need to wash vegetables. Please wash your vegetables. They dirty. They dirty. Just wash them off, please. But I digress. You need to wash your vegetables and then cooking them from a raw state, depending on how you do it. But with broccoli or green beans, a very simple way that a lot of people would do it is steam or boil. So if you steam or boil your broccoli or green beans, you need to preserve the uh, the texture of it. So it needs to be crispy. Okay, you need to still have some bite to your green beans or your broccoli. But you don't want it to be so hard that you have to cut it with a knife. Okay, you should be able to bite through it nice and clean, nice and clean. So with broccoli and green beans, normally you can take them from a raw state drop them in a pot of boiling water for about 30 seconds you'll take that out and then you'll drop it right into an ice bath so some ice cold water in order to stop the cooking process if you don't stop the cooking process of those green vegetables they're gonna turn dull in color so you still want that bright green color out of it that nice vibrant green so you drop them into that cold water you keep it that nice bright green color and also you stop the cooking process if you leave it out they're going to lose that color they're going to continue to cook it's just like we talked about with steak in the last episode you leave it out to continue cooking on purpose with steak but with vegetables you want to stop that cooking process so that you can move further with it later now with green beans you could eat it immediately but with green beans and broccoli, you're normally gonna save it to cook. You're normally gonna save it to eat later with another portion of your meal. And vegetables cook a lot faster than normally your protein or your starch would. So you can cook it ahead of time with that 30 second blanching and then shock it in that ice water and then continue cooking it once the rest of your meal is about done. For instance, we'll take green beans, you've blanched and shocked them, you get a hot pan a little bit of fat, which is uh, your oil or your butter, and then you'll, you'll add those green beans to that hot pan in order to saute them to get a little bit more of that crisp texture on the outside along with some flavor from those oils or butters, and you can season it along with that. So knowing those vegetables are done is based in the steps that you're gonna use to cook them. But again, breaking down with two examples of the green beans and broccoli, blanch, shock, and then saute later is a good method from that. Now you can eat them specifically from the boiling water or from, you know, a steam state, but for the example that I'm giving, you're blanching, shocking, sauteing for more texture. Uh, a story? Going back to some of my picky backstory, when I was a kid eating lunch in the cafeteria, it, normally the vegetable quality that you get at school was not of the greatest, okay? And sometimes I would just find myself staring at the vegetables on my tray for a good 10 minutes until I realized that I don't want to eat those. I'm not eating that. So one day, my gym teacher, who was really cool when I was in elementary school, Mr. tea Garden, Mr. tea Garden, came over to me and he saw that I didn't want to eat the vegetables. He said, hey, this is a little method that I've taught myself on how to get my vegetables in without having to dwell on it too much. He said, I eat what I hate first. The thing that I don't want to eat the most, I eat that first to get it out the way so that the rest of the meal is just all downhill from there everything you love is now going to be eaten afterwards if you get those vegetables out of the way maybe you'll like the rest a little bit more because you've gotten the bad stuff out the way so everything progressively gets better and again that was just a child version of myself eating trying to get past you know the thing I didn't want to eat but it wasn't because I didn't like vegetables it's just that I didn't like the way the vegetables were made How many people still have the mentality of vegetables are less than everything else? So your starches, your meats, simply because they weren't prepared right. Have you ever had a vegetable that was really good? But it's hard to duplicate that, right? They're just like the sidekick. They're the thing that you're supposed to eat simply because they're healthy. They're healthy. You were supposed to eat it, right? It wasn't because you enjoyed it, and some people enjoy vegetables. I enjoy vegetables if they're made right, but it's easy to mess them up too. They're very delicate. It, you can uh, meats and starches are they just get so much shine simply because they can be by them they, they can be by themselves. They can fill you up. You know there are so many different flavors and and it's just carbs. It let's say what it is. It's just carbs in the starches. The the side dish that always gets the shine is the starchy thing or the meat. You know they're they're just the they're the Beyonce of the plate. But you know Destiny Child back there in the background in the form of vegetables ain't half bad when made right. Hey Kelly Kelly can give you a couple hits. Make sure you you let them them sidekick shine every now and then throw some better seasoning on there okay stop salt and pepper and butter and everything there are better ways to cook your vegetables okay and I will get more into that in my social media posts. but for the time being I just wanted to talk more about how you know they're done leave some life in your vegetables don't overcook them Uh, with the frozen and canned vegetables these are the main two culprits for why children grow up not liking vegetables funny story behind that one too so I have a cousin and this cousin is a nurse um, every year my family does a challenge uh... that's basically a centered around our health so we're to eat better we're to exercise more for about the first five months of the year you know it's just a focus time because you know, around Memorial Day, we have a reunion. So from January to May, we focus on our health to make sure that our family is bettering themselves. Again, the person running this is a nurse. When I put out a question not too long ago about what foods don't you like that most people tend to like, her answer was vegetables. The nurse Didn't like vegetables. I asked her, is there a specific type of vegetable you don't like? She said, nope. All vegetables in general. She'll eat them strictly for health reasons, but it's not for an enjoyment factor. That's what I was talking about previously. Most people just think of vegetables as a healthy necessity to your diet, but not an enjoyable part of your daily meal. And it's sad that they've gotten that reputation. Okay. But they... They just, need a, they just need a better wrap. They just need a better form of cooking. So start at home. Try something different than just steaming your vegetable or boiling it and then tossing it with a little bit of salt, pepper, and butter. There's more to it than that. There are different vegetables that can be fried. Obviously, that's gonna take away from some of the health, but they can be fried. You know, they can be pureed. And that's not just potatoes. You don't have to just do mashed potatoes all the time there are different vegetables that can be purees and give you different forms of vegetable to incorporate a lot of people like to take zucchini and squashes and turn them into like a spaghetti noodles think outside the box more like that there's more to your vegetables than just eating them because you want to be a little bit healthier or you want to have that third item on your plate so More about the frozen and canned vegetables, simply they're just not going to give you the same texture as a fresh vegetable. They might be nutritionally better, as we talked about before, but they won't give you the same texture. So feeding yourself and your children frozen and canned vegetables is going to take away from the diversity that you can get out of a fresh one. Keep that in mind with your vegetables. Oh, another good story about uh, thinking outside the box with your vegetables. So Brussels sprouts, they have a bad reputation. I know this. Brussels sprouts are just now starting to get a little bit of popularity back. But here's a story about Brussels sprouts that kind of changed my perspective on them. I'd already kind of liked them because I'd had them fresh. Uh, we have them on our restaurant menu. They're fried. We drop them straight in the deep fryer from raw. We take them out, let them drain a little bit, toss them with a uh, toss them with some sriracha, some honey, some blue cheese and some bacon. Try that out. Trust me. If you like those things, you'll like this. Man, that sound good. Uh, but we took some Brussels sprouts and my chef goes, I want you to shred them and use them to make coleslaw. And for some reason that didn't compute with me. Brussels sprouts for coleslaw. But then I thought about, hey, Brussels sprouts are basically baby cabbage and coleslaw is normally made out of cabbage. So why not use Brussels sprouts for it? But it gives it a finer texture. It almost gives it a southern feel to it. And I'm all about southern food. I spent eight years in Atlanta and a lot of my influences just come from southern roots of cooking. But using Brussels sprouts as coleslaw was something so simple that I felt like, how did I overlook this? How did I overlook this? And taking more simple vegetables and turning them into something else that you wouldn't have originally thought of, but it didn't take a lot of effort to do it. And just thinking outside the box a little bit more can brighten up your dishes that much more. So how do you know your vegetables are done when they still have life? They still have life. Okay, that's fresh, that's frozen, that's canned, fresh and frozen sorry fresh vegetables are from a raw state frozen and canned have already been partially cooked so you don't need much more cooking out of them but they will give you more nutritional value normally than a fresh item from that same store okay so that's about it for today on my rant on that vegetables are a part of your meal they're not just a part that you need because they're healthy okay on the next episode i'm going to get into the flavor rules okay the flavor rules are a series that i'm gonna do about what makes sense when you cook all right so stick around for the flavor rules in the next episode appreciate you listening to this one follow me on social media at yflf podcast that's yflf as in your food looks funny on instagram and twitter also look at my fan page on facebook your food looks funny and uh comment subscribe let me know any other topics that you would like to hear about and i'll check you guys out on the next episode all right